Hello and welcome to the Chatscape Podcast, where we review movies, TV, and occasionally talk random crap. Uh, I'm your host, Dragon King Thomas Shoes, and I have the lovely Hayden, aka Liquid, with me here. Uh, and today we're giving you a bonus episode uh, between, mm-hmm. I believe this is between Descendants 2 and 3. So, bonus time! And uh, that bonus is uh, us covering not one, but two TV shows. In one review, a mm-hmm. mega review, oh. uh, because this one finally sat down and watched both Moon Knight and Miss Marvel. Uh, so I thought, hey, we're we'll doing Moon Knight and we're we'll doing Miss Marvel next month. But then she was like, watched it anyway, and I was like, okay, you know, fuck it, we might as well do them both now, the way. So we're gonna do both at once. So uh, yeah, so we'll start with Moon Knight because that was yeah. the one that came out first. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lovely moon night. Nice little Funko that turned up yesterday. Uh, the only one I brought off that set. Um, and I honestly really love this show. Mm. There was a it was a lot different to normal Marvel. Yes, you had your normal Marvel fight scenes and whatnot, yeah. and you know humor. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot more complexity to it. I mean, the whole child abuse angle is quite dark. Yeah. Um, the whole split personality disorder is really dark. And that, they did that quite well as well, like it, with the actions. Some of the action scenes you don't actually see. You see the results of them. Because obviously, we're going on from one character's perspective, so it could be Stevens, and it will cut to Mark's, but we don't see. Yes, and then it comes back to the so results. That, that's very, uh, that's like the first like episode yeah. or two. And then when you finally get from Stevens' point of view, mm. that's Stephen, uh, Mark's point Mark. of view, sorry. He has the same problem, but yeah, it's not Stephen. It's um, yeah, it's not Stephen. It's Jake. The, Spanish guy. <laughs> yes, the Spanish guy. That you don't I'm get to, <laughs> the guy you don't get to see till the last episode. Mm. Um, so it is quite cool how they do these splits. So you only see it from the one character's point of view of like yeah. then the confusion of oh my god, what the hell just happened? Especially with uh, Stephen and the fact that he keeps waking mm. up in places and he's just like yeah, what? And you see like his point of view obviously having to fight and everything because he's mm. been forced into these moments. Obviously, there's that one moment you get to see later on when it's in the whole flashbacky episode where you see it happen sort of without like a whole violence angle. It's just like he wakes up not in England anymore, in fucking America. And he's yeah, like, What? Bloody hell. All right, mom, uh, I think that's Mayfair. Like, you see that sort of stuff. Mm. And I like how they, they, they give you these dark moments and then just try to give you a bit of like niceness to sort of. Bittersweet humour. Yeah, just to try and ease out. Mm. Stick him in back. Um, he's out like the darkness a bit. Obviously, that sequence obviously quite dark. The fact that his abusive mom's dead. Yeah. And he doesn't want to get to the funeral, and he's fighting internally because obviously he snaps back to Stephen and leaves Stephen. Yeah, who thinks she's still alive, mm. and he, you know, just leaves him in like the middle of America. It's like, what? Who the fuck am I? I'm driving on the wrong side of the bloody road here. Oh, it's funny because like. We get to see at the start, Stephen and Mark are like they're at odds each other. Like they're both fighting for control. Yeah, they want control of the body because obviously yeah. Mark's the original personality, mm-hmm. uh, and he creates Stephen to deal with the whole abuse. Yeah. Um, so Stephen's basically the punching bag, mm. and he doesn't realise. And then there's a whole obviously he, he his downtime is allowing Stephen to be in control, so he can relax and mm. not have to worry too much about stuff. But obviously. As seen early on, he's fighting for uh, the little scarab, which obviously Harrow, the big uh, villain of the series, the cultist leader, wants because yeah. it will take him to uh, Amat, is it? 
Amut. Goddess. The big, big bad. Mm. So you got the you've got the big bad, which is obviously Harrow. You've got the big, big bad, which is Amut. Yeah. Like, it's like in Doctor Strange, where you got, obviously, Hysilius. He's the, the big bad. The bad and guy. then you've got... You've got Dormammu being big, 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 behind bad. Yeah. the bad. So it's mm. the same situation here, but obviously she's not possessing him to do anything. She's not ordering him to do no. anything. He's doing it himself. Willingly. He's willingly killing mm. people to balance the scales, which is quite cool. I like the little tattoo. It, yeah. It chooses if you're worthy or not, and if you're not, you know, he just sucks your life from you. Mm. And if you're worthy, you're like, come on, you can join my team. You join my cultist team. Yeah. And of course, Marks is unbalanced. Oh, Stevens, because it's Steven he checks. He's unbalanced because of the other personalities inside yeah. him. Which is why, if you notice, um, when the scales are, are fucked in that boat, in the boat, as soon as Steven dies, there's only two. The scales yeah. balance out because they're both at the same basic mm. idea of violence. So they balance out because that third personality is not whacking the balance out. Mm. Which is quite cool. And I mean, I like how a lot of that, obviously the ultimate personalities, is subtly hinted throughout, not just the episodes, mm. but even the end credit scene. When it says Oscar Isaac, you see a picture of the face three times, like splitting, and mm. there's the instant hint of there's another personality inside, uh, which is pretty cool, even mm. if you don't get to see it till the last like, minute of the show. Quite a few hints, like there'll be scenes where, like, the one where he's. In, like, I think it's a lift or something. There's a mirrors side of him, and you see other versions. Yeah. It's like a little bit of foreshadowing. There's, a, there's loads of foreshadowing to mm. this, and that, that's really well done by obviously <laughs> the creators to do this. Mm. Um, and there's the one scene where like, um, loads of people are basically die because there's like Mark switches, and he wakes up thinking, thinking Steve did Stephen did this. It seems like it wasn't me. Well, I didn't should, do this. I mean, you should know it's not Steven. Yeah. Steven's a pussy. Remember, Mark goes, Steve, what did you, what did you do? Like, that wasn't me. I was going to say, I don't know why you yeah. even questioned Steven doing it. I mean, Steven's a pussy. I think... I mean, it's not It's not yeah. until really... Uh, <clears throat> the la- uh, that scene on the boat later on, yeah. he gets the willpower to fight back. I could actually fucking fight. Because, I mean, yeah, he does in episode two, but he's, it's in a more comical way. Mm. Like when he turns to Mr. Knight and he's like really... Being really comical, and he's like, Yeah, he's like, Oh, come on, then, come on, then. He's taking his jacket oh, off, his hair rolling his sleeves. I was like, Come on, bo- then, I'll box you. And he's like, like a butterfly, sting like a bee. My name's Stephen with a P. And he's, and oh. he just wallops, obviously, the fucking monster creature. Mm. And he's like, Wagwan. <laughs> but that entire fight is when no one else can see it, so it's just him. That obviously is well done because obviously that's him, like, learn showing that the fight is there, but yeah. he's still. Not there at the same time, which is why obviously Mark takes over and you know instantly kills his creature. Mm. But I mean, it's not till literally the boat episode, obviously, which is episode five, that he gets his confidence to fight yeah. back fully. That's more of instinct, like, yeah. It's like protection, he's trying to like, self defense. That's the word I'm after. I think when we get to the end, that's when both personalities agree with each other, yeah. They're more they're combined, they're more in sync. They can easily switch between each other, and they both sort of have control, and it's a lot more free. It's yeah, they're allowing each other to flow from each other. I mean, you see that in the last fight scene where mm. one gets knocked down, the other straight back up. I mean, yeah. that, uh, there's a scene when um, I think it's Harrow smacks uh, Stephen down, obviously mm. as Mister Knight, it sends him flying through a wall, 
and then a zip line comes flying out there, and obviously Moon Knight mm-hmm. comes out, which is obviously uh, Mark, and mm. fights back. So uh, 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 that's pretty cool. Yeah, like, I just like how they've both got their own like fight style as well. This is obviously more like Batman, like more agility. He's agility, yeah. Whereas Steven's more brute force. Yeah, he's using more of his fists. Cri- I prefer cricket, really. <laughs> he's using more of his. Yeah. He's using more like an actual like normal fighter. Yeah. Whereas obviously, say it's more street fighter than. Whereas Mark's using his more. He's using his mental side of it. Yeah. His skills of being an actual soldier to use his like to take down them strategically. Mm-hmm. While using his quick pace, whereas you say Steven's more less soldier, more. On the streets, yeah, British style, British strong style, mm. knocking the shit out of people, bare knuckle style. Yeah, using the fucking like baton. Yeah, his batons, which he's like, oh, I'll oh, get I'm used nice. to these. <laughs> but uh, I found that pretty cool, mm. and obviously, I just think Oscar Isaac was a perfect choice for Moon Knight. Oh, definitely. Yeah, his British accent's a bit over the top. Yeah, but I feel like that, that adds to the humorous side of it. Mm. So that adds to the trying to, you know. It makes less sense. dark side it makes of it. sense as well because yeah, he he's is forcing an American it. he's forcing, forcing the accent it. so it does make sense mm. in the concept of the show so that's, that is really well done uh, so Oscar definitely was a perfect choice for Moon Knight mm. uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing him down the line oh not just on maybe like a series 2 which this kind of sets up but intertwining with other characters like Blade maybe because oh yeah He's a character that can intertwine with Blade. Mm. I mean, there's a reference in the Blade original Blade's TV series of Moon Knight because mm. he's like, oh, Mark Spector. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty cool. And obviously, you got then um, Layla, mm. who eventually comes. I think she's like, the, I think they're the Golden Scarab or something like that in the end. Like uh, obviously, his wife. Mm. Uh, Mark's, wife. Even, Mark's wife is Stephen's really confused and flirting with her, like, <laughs> not together at all. He's like trying to get off of her. Mark's pissed off with him. Constantly like throwing him down like holes because of him like trying to get off with her. Mm. Um, and obviously she's pretty cool as well. She's really badass. I mean, first year she's in a more again comical way, mm. like, more light hearted. But as the show goes along, obviously you start hearing like a backstory of her dad being killed, Mark knowing about this, mm. uh, and obviously then her eventually evolving into this superhero character with wings uh, to assist. Mark and Steven in the, the big end fight, which mm. I mean, that sh- the the shot of her coming into that fight when you just see you can see her on the roof and then the wind oh, spread yeah. and she glides in. It's like, oh yeah, this is the character, and then she stands up and the both of us like really like, whoa, what the fuck? Like that she, she's a great like. Sometimes obviously these love interests in these Marvel movies mm. tend to do fuck all. It's it's very rare you get a <clears throat> Marvel movie or TV show where the love interest actually <clears throat> does something like. In the first, like, yeah, it'd be like a fucking Brenna Paltrow, fucking. So she eventually going straight into the armor, yeah, straight into rescue instead of doing it later on. But obviously, a lot. Of, mm. It's very, it's this very rare. Not even just like the MCU Marvel. I mean, all the Marvel projects or like whatnot. It's very mm. rare. The love interest is like the hero or MJ. <laughs> yeah, basically, mm. there's usually there just to be the love interest angle. Yeah, or like the. Like the one that's in danger, the hero yeah. got to. Wait, well, she's not. Yeah, she fucking beats. <laughs> she's the one saving him. Yeah. Like she drags him through the sand to save him from people trying to kill him. Mm. So that's really. It's different. I mean, fucking Mark dies. I know. She survives. 
he, he has shot multiple times, which kind of, you know, if she'd listened to him and maybe got out of there straight away, then maybe he might not have died. But then again, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have been able to intertwine with Stephen more. So, mm-hmm. you know, she kind of did good getting him killed. <laughs> yeah, because also she got her own. Yeah, plus she got her own powers. Yeah. And she's now a badass. Um, obviously then you got Harrow the villain mm. which is obviously Ethan Hawke and I'm I'm so happy to see Ethan Hawke in you know like a, a superhero yeah. project and as the villain of all he was a good villain he was a really good he was a different kind of villain he's more psychological like he was more he's, 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 leader. he's kind of laid back like compared mm. to most villains he was really laid back yeah. but he was still very sinister I mean Oh, I'm going to t- grab your hand. Okay, now, if you're unworthy, I'm just going to murder you right now. Mm. Like, that sort of thing. And it, like the whole thing of him trying to, like, trick Stephen, like, he's trying to get into his mind, like, to mm. get him to basically assist him with all this. That's pretty well done, obviously. The fact that, as you say, he's a court leader, he's got his own... He hasn't, like, got, like, a race of aliens behind him. He's literally mm. got people that he's just, like, manipulated mm. into basically joining him basically free a goddess who's going to kill everyone. Mm. So that That's like... He's got the same end goal as most villains, destroy everything. Yeah. But it's like... Most of the time, they're either born into it, mm-hmm. they're either bred into it, but in this case, he's doing all this willingly. Mm. There's no ever reference to him basically... Like, he just... He basically he's worked with Konshi before. Yeah. And now he sees the other side to it. Like mm. he was bred as a good character guy, like someone who has the Moon Knight. Has yeah, as the original Moon Knight. Mm. And then he's just seen the fact that this can be done differently from another point of view. Mm. So it's kind of a bit of different take on a villain, which but they both have technically the same motive. Yeah, kill so the bad. Moon Knight, yeah, is there too for justice, but only after they've done the bad. Whereas yeah, uh, Amit is there to kill the bad before the bad's mm. happened. So you've had a bad thought. Like, if I sat here and was like, in my head, I was like, one day I'm going to murder you. Yeah. Then Amit would just kill me right now because... Well, I would, but yeah. Should get you as well then? Because you're thinking of it as well. Yeah, but i get you first, so... <laughs> <laughs> I should get us both at the same time then. But that, that's the idea, like, she'd g- kill you before it happened, whereas, you know, if I actually <laughs> generally right now, yeah. uh, then Moonlight would come and bash my head in. Mm-hmm. Or afterwards, I'll come back to life and do it yourself. You do it afterwards, though, after you're already <laughs> dead on the floor. So he sees the the mo- the idea of okay, what's the point of letting them live this long mm. life to then murder someone when they're seventy? I could just kill them right now. So it's kind of idea of yeah, I see this happening, but at the end yeah. of the day, it could always not happen. It could change. Yeah, it's like the um. Destiny's never set in place. It's like the whole strangling Thanos as a baby. Like, we see in the one, the what if, Thanos becoming a good guy. Exactly. The ravages. So you don't always know that that's the path they're going to take. Exactly. That's just a potential path. So, obviously, yeah, that's where you see it from Moonlight's perspective of, yeah. he's doing the right thing. He's, he's not killing them beforehand. He's giving them the chance to prove it. Mm. Okay, and then murdered someone when they're 70. Fuck it, I'm going to bash the skull in. Yeah. But if they... Like you don't actually do anything, or like they can change. That's what's. Important. I mean, they kill that old granny, and it's just yeah. like, what the fuck is she gonna do? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna gum someone today. It wasn't like, it wasn't like probably like she lied or something, or she's gonna lie to someone. Yeah, so it's basically like stupid. 
yeah motives to because anything that would be classed bad. as a sin really and there's a lot of things that can be classed as a sin it's not just just killing people or stealing or hurting it could just be lying or it could be like all kinds of that's the thing obviously all the ones you see in moonlight take yeah. or actually bad bad guys who have been like killing and raping and be abusive people uh, probably, I, I think you got a bit over the top on the raping part, but maybe possibility. Maybe one of them did. You know, who knows? Um, possibility. Worst um, the worst. You went, you went real dark real quick there. The dark, the dark episode. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, obviously, he's doing. It, mm. All ones you seen him take out the, like people like that. Whereas it's the ones you've seen, obviously Harrow take out. So some people you go, what the fuck are they gonna do? Yeah. A fucking, I said that the old woman. That's like a like a what the fuck is she gonna do? A frying pan, someone. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you understand where you can understand where both are coming from. Of course, what the right path is the moonlight mm-hmm. path. Um, but yeah, Harrow's a different kind of villain, and he obviously sets up into Amit, mm-hmm. who's you, you generic. I want to destroy the world villain. Yeah. Whereas he's more like I'm gonna get the person that's gonna destroy the world, which usually. Yeah. Again, Kaiselius. He's basically like the Kaiselius, just without the, mm. you know, the magic Pretty and much. illusions. He can just, you know, kill people by and absorbing creatures. their powers and summon p- creatures. Yeah. He's a, he's a bit more humanoid than most villains tend to be. Mm. But most tend to be gods or aliens or whatnot. He's yeah. literally just a human. Again, like Kaiselius, just a human who's been... Corrupted, and... corrupted by mm. the fort. Whereas, because uh, it was corrupted by the actual power. Whereas yeah. he's pretty corrupted by the fort of this, and then he's got himself mm. the power, and he's gone from there. And he's also this is a person who is like he says he's traumatized by what, like Conchu and made, him, made do. him do. So that that's what. Yes, his motive is him. one of the part of his motives is that he's had enough of mm. killing, so I'm going to kill again. <laughs> I'm going to kill without killing. Yeah, I think. I think he probably sees it as he's not actually killing them, but he's just their souls are being used for a greater good. Yeah, basically. a greater good. Whereas with Conchu, they were just being killed. Yeah, their souls weren't there to help, and what it was more just straight up killing. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you got they got the oh, you got your guard. Obviously, Conchu. Obviously, F. Murray Abraham. Oh, yeah. Uh, is pretty cool character. I mean, oh, the idiot's back. Yeah, he's, he's very funny. <laughs> Uh, he's your funny uh, like buddy. He's, if this is like your buddy cop sort of scenario, he's the yeah. funny. He's the funny one, and especially when Mark's around. He's the 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 more humorous one, as you say. Like, oh, the idiot's back. Go on, go in, do it, get him. And there was that whole scene when uh, and fucking um, Harrow's got obviously Stephen. He's having a little tantrum in the background, like mm. throwing stuff. He's like, that's all you can do, can't you? Blow wind. Arr! He's getting really annoyed and whatnot. Obviously, he's got the greater goal of he wants obviously. Um, What's her fucking name? And then just Layla. Layla. Mm. As soon as you said the L, I was like, Layla, got it. I could also look yeah. on the back of the case. Layla. It says Layla on the back. Um, he obviously, his end goal is trying to get her to become Moon Knight, mm. uh, which obviously pisses off Mark, which is why he's trying to push her away. Mm. While Stephen's there trying to bring her in because he wants the boner. Because uh, Stephen didn't actually know until quite a few on. Yeah. 
he probably like because I remember he seemed quite confused as why he would ever push her away. Yeah, because he's he's hiding it from him. He's not even telling him mm. until he reveals. Oh yeah, he wants to be Moon Knight. Oh, still come here a little bit. <laughs> he's quite like how seem basically falls for her. Because he to, to him that's his perfect. So, essentially, Mark personality is the more aggressive personality yeah. whereas the Stevens the more emotional. lovable emotional mm. one that's obviously where he's split his personalities he's yeah. got one more of one side of the brain and one more of the other side of the brain yeah it's a lot like um, in Misfits as a character that literally has split personality and like you've got Rudy 1 and Rudy 2 and the first Rudy 1's the like I'll oh, fuck anything I don't yeah. give a shit you know the, I'll do what you say what you want to I don't give a shit and the other one's the more sensitive, depressed one. Yeah, like, basically. Oh, God, be careful. I might have... No, that might be a spot. Might... That might be cancerous. I need to worry about that. The worry... An- anxious one. Then you've got the third one, which is the aggressive killer one. So... That's a trope. There's... Yeah, it's a okay. trope, really, to have the sensitive... Okay. The, the, I don't give a shit one. And then the aggressive, I'll yeah. do anything one. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Mm. Um, obviously, story-wise... This is pretty good as well. Yeah. As I say, it's delving into his mind. Yeah, you got your generic, trying to stop the villain from destroying the world mm. story, but you're also trying to dive into this guy's mind to find out what's, what's, why is this happening, which it does heavily in episode five when you get the whole mm. Asylum, which is actually adapted from one of the most popular Moon Knight comics. Mm. That whole idea is from one of the most popular ones, which obviously a prisoner in his mind. It's like the, I think it's like the biggest like Moon Knight comic. Uh, so obviously they adapted it to big screen, mm. and obviously got your hippo, ah. <laughs> the fucking best character. Uh, Hello. <laughs> I do, I just, I do like that how it delves into his brain. Obviously, showing you everything. All the trauma, his memories. Showing, well, showing obviously Mark trying to stop see while Stephen's trying to mm-hmm. learn more to eventually learn. Yeah. Stephen was created. I think Stephen. Oh bloody hell! My room's a mess. Mom's gonna be very cross. Stephen <laughs> walks in. Basically, <laughs> Stephen's basically like the audience surrogate. Yeah, quite nice. Like he's the one that learns all of this stuff while we're learning it. And obviously, Layla and Mark—they already know quite a lot. It's we get to see Stephen's journey, but in the care of the main character isn't really the main superhero personality it's Steven really yeah first person we see we see his perspective from most of it and so it's definitely something darker mm-hmm. something definitely oh, different definitely. from Marvel uh, but with still the sprinkling of Marvel on top mm. with CGI monsters and stuff like that yeah um, but it's still something very very different and I like that it's a character that not a lot of people you know a lot of people have got into Marvel because of the movies yeah, a lot of people probably never even heard of Moon Knight. The only reason I know it's because of a lot of the cartoons. Same. Sp- uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, I think he appears yeah. in a couple of episodes, isn't he? And he's a bit mental. So th- th- those are the instances <laughs> I know of this character. So this is again brand new to me, seeing this character come to life, and mm. I was excited because Oscar is a good actor. I enjoyed him in Star mm. Wars as Poe. He was really good as that character, and I was very much looking forward to see how they make this character come to life. And I think they've done an excellent yeah. job bringing this character in his universe into it. I like... That's one thing I like mm. about Disney plus Marvel at the moment. They're showing other cultures. It's not just you... Yes, they are. Like, I mean, mm. Black Panther is the big first one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, showing, obviously, an African culture. 
Shang-Chi, then obviously showed you your, uh, obviously, Asian culture. Yeah. And then you've got your Egyptian culture bring, brought mm-hmm. to life now mm-hmm. in Moon Knight. And then, of course, you've got your uh, Pakistanis and shit. Yeah. Obviously, her culture. And the whole, like, partition of in, India. Yeah. You've got that whole mm-hmm. culture then in Miss Marvel. So I like that they're giving you not just straight... They could literally just do, like, the entire franchise is focusing heavily on... New York. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> again, and again, and again. Exactly, but the, now there's... Obviously, at first, fair enough, because it's... God, mm-hmm. you got to get people to draw into this universe. But now that mm. they're drew in, you can make these gambles, which is what they're doing, and they're giving yeah. you these other cultures and showing you. I mean, all the scenes in Egypt looked incredible in this show. Oh, definitely. The music. Obviously, you got a very Egyptian-Arab uh, type yeah. vibe to it, which is really good. It definitely like sets the scene a lot better. It's like sometimes you feel like you're watching the mummy. Exactly. <laughs> As big fans of the Brennan Fraser mummies mm. movies, this is probably why we like this even more, especially because I mean, episode four, the whole tomb mm. is very horror. Oh, very. Like when that creature like killing that guy on the table. Mm. Yeah, they're killing that guy on the table. Obviously, it's coming out of the dark after Layla. Those mm. are all really spooky and really well done, and I just love it completely. But yeah, I just think overall it's such a good way of bringing this character that, again, a lot, a lot of people would have known about mm. to life. Um, would it work as a movie? Probably if they got the right writers and if they did it right, but I feel yeah. like it worked well as a TV series because... It best as a TV series. Have, how, they, how they've told this story, the mm-hmm. story they want to tell as his introduction, I feel like the six episodes is what is the best way to do it because mm. it allowed you to grow with this character rather than just giving you a two-hour film of just instant into it and yeah. to do all this within the movie. I feel like this works better as being spread out as this six episode series. Because mm. it meant you can, you can each episode you can introduce other sort of characters around. I mean, episode three, when they first go to Egypt, mm. um, you get that whole scene when he goes, they go to that auction and then meet obviously that, uh, that uh, French guy mm. who's, I can't remember the character's name, but I know he's an actual character from the comics. Like he, like his alternate identity. Like what they say in that is actually the name of the, this character from the comics. Oh yeah. But obviously, sadly, they probably won't ever adapt that character again because he sadly passed away this year mm. in a skiing accident. Uh, I remember him as the young cannibal actor in the Hannibal prequel movie they did years mm. ago, and obviously that character they brought that character as a little mo- as a little minor character to life in this be part of a big sequence because this is where he gets obviously the map finds mm-hmm. you know the stars so he can do his whole lighting up the stars and you know getting kind of stoned but yeah it's, it's definitely something worth checking out if you're a Marvel fan and yeah I feel like it's a very good Disney Plus show it's definitely in my yeah. top three easily obviously it's going to take a lot to beat Hawkeye because I'm biased as fuck very 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 fucking biased I'm very biased, but I, mm. I, it's definitely it's definitely up there for like fighting for Loki for second, in my opinion, for Disney mm. Plus shows. But yeah, um, okay, so let's rate this one then before we jump to our next one. Uh, I think it's pretty simple, really, for me. It's going to be a, a 9 out of 10, which is obviously a golden egg. It's just mm-hmm. a great show. And it, it definitely hooked me in. I know my mum was confused when watching it, but I wasn't. I watched Westworld. I'm on Series 4 of Westworld, and that's confusing as fuck. It takes a lot yeah. to confuse me, and this isn't confusing at all. <laughs> I think it's more just the personality splitting. That's what's confusing her a lot more. Mm. But me, 
I'm used to Westworld, which likes to fuck with your brain. Mm. So yeah, definitely think a nine out of ten for me. Yeah, I agree. I'd say definitely a golden egg. Nine out of ten, definitely. It was really fucking good. I enjoyed it. It's very unique, dark. So you basically binge watched it in like an entire day, nearly. You obviously you watched pretty much. Yeah, you watched the uh, episode one to two. I think it mm. was. Uh, the other week, mm-hmm. and then you binge watch the last half of the series. Just gone. Mm. Obviously, yesterday. Is that for the rest yeah. of it? Yeah. So that's my second time I'm watching it now. Third time, sorry. Third time I'm watching it. Oh. I have to watch it twice then. I watch it by myself and watch it with mom. True. Yeah. Am I Moon Knight? <laughs> you are. It's personality, what to do? I'll lose track nowadays which one I am. <laughs> Let me get me D twenty and roll to see which one I am, and no one will understand that joke. Cause that's a D and D joke that we do. Yeah. Right, I have to roll for personalities. Because you were tired. And I have to find an excuse to why I was different. Weren't paying attention. Yes, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell. Oh. Yeah. That's Moon Knight. Uh oh. Uh, uh, okay, so that that gives uh Moon Knight the Chatter Cave overall mm. rating of nine out of ten. Nines all around. Um, quickly run for our MVPs and all that. Yeah. MVP. I feel like Oscar Isaac is Moon Knight, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Specifically, which one? No, it's just no. Stephen or Mark? Both were Nicks. Both have to. It'd be, it'd be just Moon Knight in gym. <laughs> just Oscar Isaac in general. Okay. All his personalities, because they don't work about each other. Mm-hmm. They have to flow perfectly to get the actual good on-screen chemistry. Mm-hmm. So I just uh, splash all Oscar Isaac's face over the screen. Um, but yeah, I feel like his portrayal was really good. Obviously, a lot of people got pissed off with the whole Mr. Knight being the Stephen one, because that's meant to yeah. be the most brutal character. But I feel like the way they've done it in the show, it works with him being that, because he's meant to be more gentleman, the, the mm. dapper-looking one. Yeah, a distinguished gentleman British. It makes sense to why they gave him that in this. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe eventually, uh, fucking Jake would take that. Yeah, maybe that look. Like he'd take it from Stephen. Or get more of like a and then come the more aggressive Mister mm-hmm. Knight that people want. So you never know till it actually happens. So people can hate on stuff, but you just wait, just wait and see. Um, then I think runner up. Oh, it's tricky one. Obviously, Conchu's really great. Mm. Layla's great. And obviously, Harrow's really great. But it's like... Oh, I think it's out of those three easily. Um, Ooh, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah. I'd say Layla. You'd personally say Layla. Oh... I'd personally say Harrow. I mean, the fucker put glass in his shoes. Really? Episode one, the very beginning, he puts glass in his sand. He puts a glass on the table, smashes the glass, and puts the glass in his sandals. Like that was him. And every time he walks around the show, you can hear the glass in his shoes cracking. Like every time he, like when he first like encounters Mark, uh, Stephen, sorry, you can hear the glasses walking towards him, like cracking, because he put glass in his fucking shoes. That's how crazy he is. Oh. I didn't actually notice that part. 
from right at the very start of the series. Uh, the opening shot. So, who are we giving it to? I'll still say Lara. Are we doing a split one here again? Are we doing split runner up? I mean, it's the perfect one to do a split. True. That is true. <laughs> It's so like a three-way split then, because there's three personalities. Yeah. Layla, Harrow, and Conchie. Mm-hmm. Three-way split then. We're only doing that because of this, because it makes sense. Because the three split personalities. Exactly, it makes sense. Um, okay, favourite moment. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that's fucking tricky, because I... Hmm. I want to say, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that one, when you, obviously Kanji first goes, uh, you would be my fist of vengeance, my mm-hmm. moon knight. I would love to say that, but I'm not going to. I'm going to say when uh, Mark and Steven finally intertwine in the fighting and the, the whole street mm-hmm. fight in a, the last episode, when it's switching back and forth between them fighting, you got, you had Steven like punch, obviously one, and you see him throw his baton and next minute it, it comes back as the fucking, obviously the, the, the moon crest mm-hmm. blade. And it's obviously Moon Knight is jumping around and they switch back to st- I'm going to say that, that when they finally become one <clears throat> I will say and they finally become Moon Knight when we first see Moon Knight when he first changes into him in episode one yeah when he's, when he's punching he the monster changes, and, he's fucking brutal, and he stands and he up and he looks it. at the camera yeah and he's proper like brutally that's, def- that's definitely up there definitely mm. up there so you're going with that scene then? So yeah. I'm going with when they finally become one fully. Because yeah. the first... Their like, brain becomes one brain. Yeah. And then yours is when they you finally the becomes Moon Knight. each other, really. You finally, you finally see him as mm. Moon Knight. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to quickly move on then to our second uh, one, which is obviously Miss Marvel, the mm. more recent one, uh, which finished a couple of weeks ago. Um, obviously I watched it weekly when it came out you watched the first episode and then took a month before so more than a month actually because it started like mid-June so you took more than a month before yeah. you actually sat down and watched every episode I'm for you um, I slept through the entire time as you was watching them all mm-hmm. you binge watched them all last night while I was asleep um, so you got the fresher brain on this yeah. than me because I, I, I just watched it when it was coming out and I've watched the show once, that was it. So I didn't watch it twice because my mum wasn't here mm. to watch it. So I didn't bother watching it twice. Mm-hmm. So you got the fresh brain here. Yeah. Well, I think the main character of Kamala, Kamala. really fucking good. I like her because like, she's very comical. She's very, like, obviously realistic. Very, very down to earth. I like. The way I've done that character. She just she feels like a teenager who's just so imaginative and desperately wants to be like her heroes and finally just gets the power to do it and is struggling with that balance of being what she's always dreamed of, but also the consequences. Mm. The stuff that she glanced over. She always saw the strong parts of Carol, I never saw any of the like, times when she lose the battle, lost the battle, or when she wasn't as big and strong as she sees there. I mean, obviously, we get to see her journey 
turning into finally Miss Marvel. Marvel. I like how they don't even call her Miss Marvel until the very last. The dad, I mean, the dad like hints it. Mm. He doesn't even agree. He's like, oh, your name means Marvel. Marvel. He's like, wait, I'm named after freaking Carol Danvers. Yeah. Who's that? I don't know who that is. <laughs> the dad's the best <laughs> He's character. Always in my Miss Marvel. The dad is the best character in the show. Here's your new costume. <laughs> Big Hulk, Little Hulk. That whole... I mean, episode one definitely has into Spider-Verse vibes. Definitely. With a lot of the artworks and whatnot. And, yeah. And then that feel like then it becomes the more serious show as it goes along. Yeah, there's still elements of that, like, comic booky like, art style. It's mostly when she's still in that, like... King head. That's that's, that's, that's the cool thing with this show because obviously all the shows so far Mm. haven't really been a a character's origin story. Yeah, Moonlight was, but yeah, he was instantly Moonlight from the get go. Yeah, we Uh, see it as a flashback, in as memories. Yeah, we don't see him physically becoming on screen Moonlight. Yeah, it was through a flashback, but obviously from the first episode, he's obviously already Moonlight within, Mm -hmm. whereas she's not. This superhero straight away, yeah. And even if you look at the other Disney Plus shows, they've all established characters apart from Kate Bishop, yeah. But that was more of she was basically that skilled anyway. Her, her orange is oh, she's Hawkeye saved her once, and now she wants to be exactly like him. So she already had the skills. <laughs> she just obviously then just had the mentor of okay, let's use those skills then. Yeah. Whereas this isn't with Kamala. She's literally just a normal person at first. Learn to use her powers. Normal person. Definitely yeah. not something else with him, which I'll make a joke about later. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, she gets a powers at the end, the first episode, and then it's actually her trying to figure out how these powers work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely like um, like original sort of Spider-Man one, the yeah. Tobey Maguire, where he's normal at first, then he gets the power, and then he's trying to learn how to use these powers. Mm-hmm. Then we get this someone who's a close to the family. Who tries to then kill said pe- yes. person? So obviously in Spider-Man, obviously it was Norman, obviously mm-hmm. with Goblin. Whereas this, it's obviously um, her boyfriend, her boyfriend's pet mom, yeah. who's actually an alien from another dimension. Yeah, and there's also like the was was like obviously the friend of, of her, her great 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 grand great 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 grandma great great grandmother because it was obviously her grandmother's mom. Yeah, great grandmother. Yeah, I remember the name. <laughs> yeah, because you just fucking watched it. That's why <laughs> you got the memory yeah. of it. <laughs> I'm going off yeah. old memory. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's definitely again the one that shows you a different culture it's in the Marvel very universe as well. Again, the music, the settings, yeah. all of that is very cultural appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've even got obviously something they did with uh, Winter Falcon and Soldier, where they showed you. Uh, how some obviously some government people will react to said culture yes. with Falcon Wing Soldier it was obviously the scene when the copper tried to mm-hmm. arrest him and they're like dude that's that's no Avenger you can't do that yeah. it's like oh my god I'm sorry and he obviously he's doing it mainly because he was black that's why he was mm-hmm. trying to arrest him and this you see it with the um, damage control mm. um, where you see him basically keep going into the mosque and basically keep essentially threatening yeah but they're still like oh we're not threatening you but we're threatening you. It's like the the main person. She obviously, when she asked like to to describe, obviously, Kamala in her as nightlight to describe 
what was what was she and she's going through all different ethnics except for white she only went for like ethnic minorities as well which is just to show that possibly there's some bias from her but she completely ignores but, any uh, orders and not that's the cool thing with the, the obviously the damage control on this she yeah. got the guy from no way home mm-hmm. obviously he makes a cameo at the end of episode one who's the more logical the more yeah. not racist. Yeah, basically. And then you've got the actual villainous character. But she's, so she's not villainous as in, like, destroy mm. the world villainous, but she's yeah. more biatch. She's very, Racist like, biatch. Bi- yeah, she's definitely very biased. Like, she's like... You've got your superpowered villains. Yeah. And you've got your government villains. Mm. Uh, I think we knew uh, when watching the first trailer. We, I mean, we spoke about the first trailer of the podcast back in March. Yeah. Uh, when we spoke about, obviously... Miss Marvel and Obi Wan, I think it was at that mm-hmm. point. Um, we spoke about obviously when we saw the black jeeps, and I was like, "Oh, that's insolent villain motive there." Like the the uh, evil looking jeeps. I was I instantly called that's going to be like a villainous aspect, yeah. And it was because it was damage control, mm-hmm. but it obviously wasn't fully damage control. It was her. Yeah. She was the one being the evil side of mm-hmm. a government's agency, using her power to abuse who she wants. Exactly, using the power she's been given to mm-hmm. protect people. By also basically being racist. Yeah, basically. Uh, and I do like, obviously, the other guys there constantly trying to, like, even though in the last episode, mm. he's trying to get it to back off. He's like, don't, literally, you're causing a scene here. This yeah. is going to look really bad. We're using the name of Demetrial, don't back do away now. And obviously, she disobeys mm. him and goes to it. And in the last bit, he's like, pack your stuff, you're out. Get yeah. back in now. And uh, it's like, someone's going to come and get you. And dr- bring you back to me. I hear you're fired. Basically. basically. So I like that. The level-headed guy is the le- the actual sort of leader of damage control. Yeah. The, the Because you've never really seen like an, a leader of damage control. You've only really seen damage control used in Spider-Man mainly. Yeah. Uh, Homecoming was the first one. Where you saw uh, Michael Kittens, obviously, Adrian Toomes. Mm-hmm. Who's now in a different universe, apparently. Um, basically... I feel like they only did that because if Marvel aren't going to use him, so I'm like, fuck it, we'll use him. Yeah. He's a great character. We'll use him elsewhere. We'll just fucking just bullshit our way through this. Um, you see, obviously, that uh, damage to uh, Stark Towers, the Avengers mm-hmm. Towers, when basically it's all destroyed in the Chitauri invasion. Yeah. And they're getting all the equipment, and that old woman comes in and she's like, okay, pack everything up, we're taking over mm. with damage control. And that was like the introduction to those characters, and that was it, really. The next time we really saw them was No Way Home, Yeah. where they basically tried to arrest here. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the bat now, obviously been using Miss Marvel as the big villain, mm-hmm. uh, which makes sense again because then you can see that age, the government age side of how yes they're there to do good, yeah, but they're not they're doing it in a it's bad like, way. There's always been the people who use that power to, which is probably what they're trying to show, yeah. Heavily, you've got the people who are actually using the power correctly, mm-hmm. and the people who are using it just to attack another minority, mm-hmm. another ethnic group, which mm-hmm. is shown really well in this. And I like that that's like the sort of plot throughout, but it's yeah. not fully shown until the last episodes. Like You get it early on. I mean, you got the whole... I did like the uh, interrogation scene in episode two, I think it yeah. is, uh, which is obviously a big callback to No Way Home, like the way mm-hmm. they did the interrogation with Ned. He's like, Oh, come on, my buddy Ned, he's been sitting here for hours. You okay, man? You get you anything? And then obviously manipulated him to like, obviously trick, tell him uh, that he obviously knew Peter was Spider-Man. Mm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I knew. I knew Peter was Spider-Man before MJ did. Really? I'm his guy in the chair. 
Get out, we have loads of guys in the chair. Most of our guys here are guys in the chair. You know you can serve time for this, right? What? Like in this, it's like, she's like a, the woman, they've got the woman of the who Kamala saves in episode one yeah. at Avengers Con, which is a thing apparently. Zoe. Uh, Zoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the character that randomly pops up later and everyone's like, I'm going to join you now. Oh, which I want to get to in a bit because that whole team of bits are hilarious. Um, Obviously, she's like sort of like a, a, a blogger, like a social media icon. Yeah. And they've got her there talking to her and uh, is there like, oh, you're the adventure. You, you, you did really well at promoting this and all that. And we've got loads of these here. Everyone keeps saying stuff. Oh my God, it's so but we're all fans too. Every time a TV comes out, we're always cracking out laughing. It's and then like, it's just like, no way. It's just like instantly that flips. Yeah. So I, I like that he's both good and bad cop. Yeah. Like, it's not like you don't have this actual like, two people there. Because they could literally symbolise it as he's good cop, she's bad cop because of being racist and whatnot. Yeah. But they don't, they use him, but he's still level-headed. Mm-hmm. Like he knows how to manipulate people into telling him what he wants. Yeah. And then they'll use that for good rather than evil racist stuff. Mm. So I do. I, that was, I mean, that was quite a funny scene. Again, a big callback to uh, probably No Way Home with how they did it in that. Because I mean, that character was, he had the smallest of roles in both of these shows. Both, well, movie and show. But he was hilarious in both. Mm. Like he was, he was really... A bit like Jimmy Woo. Uh, introducing that man and Wasp was hilarious. <laughs> uh, even though he had a small role again. Mm. And then was brought back in WandaVision where he was hilarious. Again, a small role. So they Marvel know well how to basically make like these small characters that are just like policemen or government agencies yeah. and then utilise them throughout and keep the same personality they had in both. Mm. So I, I do like that. So I'm hoping this character gets to be shown more. Oh, definitely. And uh, it would be interesting if they show uh, people reacting to what happened in this yeah. and him trying to protect mm-hmm. the name of Damage Control from what she's done. Yeah. Like trying to basically try and separate mm-hmm. their name from her. So it'd be interesting if they try and show that at any point. But we'll see. Interesting. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a great, another great MCU Disney Plus yeah. show. Also really, really, really colourful. It is. It's definitely very bright. I know people were like completely against the idea of having flashy light powers, but I like how it's a lot different than what people thought it was going to be. It, she, she's still stretching in a way and still using... It's just not weird. Yeah, it's CGI yeah. stretching, but it's not... Weird skin trying it to stretch. Like cool. it's not Mr. Fantastic in the original the, Fantastic Four like, or the twenty fifteen yeah. one trying to stretch. Like that's the weird like try and make it look mm. natural. Like yeah. and it just add lighting. Plus it makes sense being cosmic y because of Captain Marvel. And the fact as well they've changed the origin. The origin story. That you know, inhumans have basically been kicked to the ground there and yeah. Karen Feige's jumped on the back uh, and fucking beat them into the ground. Like, We've got Fox now, we don't fucking need you. <laughs> Which is a shame because I would have really liked. I, I mean, we did the whole Inhumans episode where we hate yes. them this episode, but I still said I wanted to see Inhumans get the better Done treatment. Right. Done right. And Miss Marvel was the logical option to do that. Yes. So if the last Seven. thing we got to see of Inhumans was Black Bolt having his brains blown yes. out, that's definitely like their way of like. That might be their way of saying, yeah, Inhumans are all dead now. Because obviously <laughs> Kamala's origin there is she's a. Mutant. Which choice? Like. She's a mutant. Yes. 
the, the Marvel plug in the fact they're yeah. doing a, the remake of the X <laughs> Men cartoon. There's, I love that they're using that as a theme song, but it's clearly them plugging the oh, fact definitely. that X Men '97's coming out in like a year or two. Is it? Yeah. Like it's definitely their way of plugging. Oh yeah. We're doing the X-Men animated show again. Yeah, you know the one you loved in the 90s? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing that again. Yeah, have the theme song for any X-Men or mutant reference in the MCU. Like, it made sense for, obviously, Professor X in yes. Doctor Strange because it was a different universe and it was the introduction to X and like, oh my God, he's in the MCU. It, but it's a bit weird. Obviously, I'm surprised they haven't like, tried to come up with another theme song for mm. the actual thing. But I, I still find it cool that it's the animated one yeah it'd be interesting oh, oh it'd be really cool if when the fantastic four if it's like the music the, the sort of music in the background like the remake of the original fantastic mm. four theme song from I mean, the animated show like like fantastic how four. the spider-man one like obviously is like inspiration from the animated one as well it'd Just... be cool if they like intertwine that but yeah mm. she, I, I have mixed feelings on the whole her being used as an ex obviously mutant situation again it's because I want to see Inhumans done yeah. right, and Kamala in is the she's the reason Inhumans is popular. Yeah, like, that was their way of like their big like Inhuman character. Mm. So this was a, a really good way for MCU to do that. But they could use any other X Men uh, mutant to be yeah. the, the first introduction. So that's I'm kind of bite, I'm kind of annoyed with that. But then again, it's an interesting spin on mm. her character, so it's something different. And again, it it means that. Mm. No, forget that bit. I like it because it's what they w- would have done anyways originally. Like the only reason they chose it as an Inhuman because they didn't want to give them any more give characters. Fox any more X Men characters. Which you said in the uh, yeah. podcast of oh sorry the Hayden Show episode where yes. it was Inhumans. But like check that out. Yeah, no <laughs> reference to that. So yeah, so that's why I like how she's mutant because obviously that that is what she would have been anyways. No, it's just obviously. It would have been cool to see if uh, getting crystallised and become an inhuman. True. Plus then we would have actually got the inhumans done properly. Like this could have been their way of hinting it and then at Comic Con they could have gone, Oh yeah, we're doing inhumans again but properly. Like that could have mm. been their way of like, being that, Whoa my god Like lich like you've just gone straight from this into that or even at Disney mm. Expo announced it. I think it's because people want X Men more than inhumans. Yeah, but I mean it, it's just obviously it's gonna be but it's just uh, it's mixed feelings. That's why I say for me, it's just mixed feelings. The fact that yeah. I want to see Inhumans done properly, and it's kind of like that's not going to be the case now. Mm. Like that, I feel like Inhumans are now dead in the MCU. Like, yeah. which is cool because that means oh, yes, we are getting X Men, but it's just a shame that it's at the cost of the Inhumans, mm. which have some really cool characters. I just mean, Daisy, why. big cool Inhumans character. Yeah, probably one of the best ones. So it's gonna be. I don't know, it's going to be a bit weird, because I mean, if they try to introduce her into what they're going to do, change her origin story, make her a, a fucking mutant. Like, decanonize fully. They could do that, or they could... Every ex- Agents no, of S.H.I.E.L.D. Your... episode, mm. and be like, oh yeah, she's a mutant there. They could do Which that. would be, again, Or annoying. they could basically play Inhumans and mutants the same thing. Because mm. mm. it's... Or just do Inhumans just without Kamala. They could, yeah, they could, they could do Inhumans mm. and she's just a mutant. Maybe. Like, she most likely would have been in the race. Because of obviously Captain Marvel's connection to the X-Men anyways. And the big, she has a, obviously the big connection with Rogue. Getting her powers and stuff. I mean, there's a whole theory that the reason the next movie is called Marvels is because Marvels is going to be a term they're going to use for mm. mutant heavily. 
that would be their way of doing that. Yeah. Cap- then Captain Marvel would be mutant. Obviously, yeah. um, Monica Rambo would be mutant. Mm. And obviously then Kamala would be a mutant, which... Okay, for the purpose of that, if that is the actual true thing, yeah. then that would make sense, her being a mutant, because then she'd have a, the full connection to mm. her. But obviously, Inhuman, Inhuman would have worked, obviously, with the whole alien side of it. Yes, it, it, side. It's just, it's just a mixed mm. feeling for me on that one. I'd like it, and I'd annoy the bait at the same time, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm divided on that one. Well, so, depending on how they do it going forward, if they do it really well, mm. my opinion will change. If I if I think they've done it really well and handled it properly, then I feel like okay, I can accept it. It's fine. But if they do it really bad, like butcher it badly, mm-hmm. then I feel like I'm going to be leaning more towards the yeah. should have stuck with the disturbing and human side of it. So I feel uh, I, it's again what I said earlier about uh, you just have to wait and see what happens. Mm-hmm. You can have this feeling now, but you just I'm just going to not be heavily towards either side yet. I'm just going to stay in the middle and wait to see how it goes before I make a full-on judgment of, mm. oh, I hate the idea, or I love the idea. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait and see. Like a normal human being, not jump on the gun and, I hate this. Oh, why did they do that? They ruined the comics. Oh, go on Twitter. Oh, oh no. But yeah, basically. Uh, but yeah, obviously, one of the I wanted to say was, obviously, in the last episode, it's the big action one yeah. and obviously they're trying to protect obviously the boyfriend character who's mm. now got powers because his mom died and passed the power on to him mm. and they're trying to protect him in the score and then obviously zoe turns up and like they're doing this whole plane sequence but the, the thing i love about that is the brother turning up yeah it's like what are you doing here <laughs> oh mom told me to come babysit you i don't need a babysitter <laughs> i'm a superhero i don't need i don't need babysitters well go tell mom that then okay you go in <laughs> And I just love the fact that he helps them as well. Like, he fully yeah. gets... Like, his character's a full-on, barely-in-it character. Like, yeah. he's in, like, the first episode. You see him, obviously, the whole... He's, the plot that's of him there, him getting married. Like, yeah. he's not heavily present. Mm-hmm. And then he just pops up in the last part. He's like, hey, what's going on? I'm going to join. It'd be a bit like if um, Flash appeared, like, at the start of uh, No Way Home mm. and then helped in the big final fight. He's like, come on, guys, let's get out of here. Like, it'd be like that. Like, he doesn't need to be oh, there, he's a- but it's so great that he's there because it's hilarious because he's like this really good, like, annoying older brother yeah. who's constantly annoying you. Like, I-, I love the family dynamic of this. Same. you've got the old protective mom. Mm. you got the dad who's protective, but a bit more laid back. Mm. And you've got the brother who doesn't give a shit. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, sure, why not? Oh, like, even the cousins are all are like, oh, yeah, go, go. I love, I love, I love, I, thing, I love there's different shit. sections as well. The families, like, oh, the, the, the aunts over there, the, yeah. the, the, the Illuminati. <laughs> and then Bruno has to suffer with them. Oh, Bruno's the best, like, oh, like yeah. friend character. Mm. He, he definitely gives you that sort of Ned vibes. He's got that nerdy side to him. But I love the fact that he's intertwined to a culture. Mm. Like, they could have had him, like, not, like, just have him being a friend. Yeah. But he's not, he's really intertwined into her culture mm, like... even at the wedding obviously he's fully dressed yeah but obviously the wedding is how they obviously that culture dresses mm. so I like the fact that he's not just like a friend character he's like fully because like, I mean like the part of the family yeah, I mean they've got the friend character who's obviously from her culture yeah Um, and then you've got him who's essentially an outsider 
Mm. But I like the fact that he, and he's a part of the family. I mean, yeah, exactly. the mom's always yeah. feeding him. She's always giving him food to take. He's obviously mm. doing the technology from building, like, uh, essentially his own that... e- echo, basically. <laughs> I'm not saying it out loud, yes. <laughs> like, he's giving them their own, like, AI, basically, which is mm. hilarious. So the dad's like, uh, sports, <laughs> sports. Turn the different room light on. Lights. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just getting pissed off a bit because he's not working half the time. Like I love. He's such a great character. He's. I mean, I haven't been the fun guys are right yet, but you can obviously get uh, Miss Marvel and, uh, with obviously the the dodgy ass Captain yeah. Marvel outfit on. I think you can get her in like the normal outfit, mm-hmm. and you can get Bruno in like a lab coat, which uh. is pretty cool. But I definitely like him, and I like the fact that I want the dad and the Hulk. I, I, yes, I want that as well. I like the fact that um, obviously he, obviously again an outsider comes in, obviously from her culture, obviously the boyfriend, mm-hmm. obviously the love interest, and he's he's not jealous of it. He's just like an overprotective brother, basically. Like he's trying, like he's, he doesn't want him to be a part of the group because he knows what's going to happen. You know, he's going to fall in love and basically ignore him. Yeah. So obviously I like mm-hmm. that he's his overprotective brother more than the actual brother is. Um, and then the whole... Oh, Brian. Bruno. Right, Brian. I love that. Bruno. Right at the end, like... Um, oh, no. We'll, we'll do, do it again. Hi. <laughs> he, says his, yeah. he says his name. He's like, oh, I'm I'm Bruno. Like, seriously? What? I seriously thought your name was Brian this whole time. I, I love <laughs> that. I love that. He's not doing it. Because at first you think he might be doing it because yeah. he's, he's being an arsehole. He's just... But he's not. He's, he generally thought his name was Brian the entire, Brian time. the entire time. And it's interesting as well because obviously he's got an actual job. Uh, Bruno has. Mm. He works at a shop, which is obviously something a bit different. Cause it's very rare, like the especially at their age. Mm. Obviously, it's very very different. It's like obviously where MJ eventually goes in No Way Home, where she's working at a cafe. Yeah. It's that, but if that was an ep- a homecoming, mm. so it's it's something interesting. He's definitely a different kind of character. Yet he's your generic. Uh, mm best friend is a genius character but who know, basically knows everything but he's a bit more grown up at the same mm. time you're good at maths would you know about interdimensional, interdimensional travel <laughs> I love that our idea is he, he can do calculus maybe he understands hey you can do pi dimensional travel. you know about this oh but I do like the, obviously he helps obviously yeah. Cameron that's his name Cameron, Cameron. I was there trying to think of his name because again it's been a while since I've watched it compared to you and mm. I was like What's the boyfriend's name? Kamran. That's it. Yeah. Isn't it Nadia, the friend? I think it was. That name's ringing a bell for somewhere. Some, yeah. It's either from this show or somewhere else. I'm just putting the name into it. <laughs> but obviously, I like the fact that obviously, as soon as Kamran comes to him, he's instantly like, mm. okay, I'm going to help you here. I'm going to yeah. get you out. And obviously, they get, obviously use the mosque as the cover. Oh, go, go, guys. We can't go yet. You need disguises. Puts two hats on. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I love that one. Uh, obviously, Kamala's in, obviously, jumping around. Yeah. And she comes out and she's like, what the hell are you wearing? What are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> but I like the, as well the origin story for the outfit. is a mom. Yeah. Again, there's the family side to it. You see Vindy just standing behind going, family. And you got a nice bit of hint to it as well. Like, obviously, in the first episode, a mom's against her dressing with Captain Marvel, who doesn't want to be in a skin-tight a m- outfit. A mom's so, made a, a culturally appropriate yeah. outfit. So I, I do like that angle. Mm. It's definitely something... It's, it's nice. Yeah, and it's the fact nice she's, and cool. Kamara actually wears it as well. Yeah. It's mm. really cool. There's a lot of like concept arts to the mask that she was going to wear. Yeah. Like, there's one's where it's like a full mask. Mm. Not just like the eyes. It's like a full 
like Casey Jones style like looking mask. <laughs> but obviously eventually they went with the more comic accurate yeah. just visor basically. Um so that's pretty cool. But yeah, I, I think overall the only thing that let me down with this heavily is its villain size. Same. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I said I like the the damage control, damage control villain because that was some because that was like something that's kind of realistic. Yeah. So that's like it's again they're doing this really cool realistic angle to mm. a fictional uh, like concept. Yeah. But it's the normal villains because like the we, we beat them. I feel they rushed the finale. I feel they rushed. Mm. They literally come into it in episode. Uh, is it three? Yes. <laughs> Episode two, off. she's being chased. It's right at the end of this episode. She two. meets them. So it's episode three, they meet them, Fully. and they're beaten mm-hmm. by episode five. Yeah, I feel like they rush so much in this show. Um, I don't think it helped with the flashback episode. I don't. Remember, yeah. I think the flashback was really well oh done. God, it was handled really fucking well. But it, it's the fact that it rushes as soon as it finishes, it thrusts you back straight into the episode. Yeah. Whereas you look at um, Moon Knight when that did its flashbacky one, that was intertwined with it. Mm. And then it set it up for the finale. Whereas this, it rushes you straight back into it. Mm. Uh, and instantly beats the villain to then set up Kamran with the pair in the last episode for damage control to take the villain angle. Mm. So I feel like you choose one or the other. You don't do both. Because yeah. you've literally just rushed one villain angle out of the window mm-hmm. to then push you back into this overarching villain. Like, so I mean, damage control, the overarching oh, villain. And mm. these are the... Mid card villains, mm. but I feel like you choose one or the other, or you have them work <clears> in a way together. Yeah, like um, in Falcon and Winter Soldier, you obviously mm-hmm. uh, have the um, fuck the name, the uh, flag smashers. Yes, the name flag. My, my you've mind got the flag smasher, then you got the power breaker, and you've also as well got uh, la leap, la leap, yeah. la leap. Uh, fucking um, mm. the French girl, she's fucking there. Uh, back, backdrop the leaper, the leaper. That's his name. La leap, la leap, la leap, la leap. I love what was for that. La leap, la leap. But yeah, obviously, yes, the villain in that was weak. Mm. That's probably one of the again weaker Disney Plus villain angles. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're still handled well, and they're still given a time to shine. Mm. Obviously, Black Smashers are all the way through the show. Yeah. The power brokers and over like Kingpin, the overarching yes. villain who comes into the last episode as a reveal, mm. and then backdrop. He's in the episode one, and he comes back later yeah. on as the one for going for revenge. Yeah, kind of. he's there to assist them. Mm. Whereas this, it's not. It's two completely separate villains that hate each other. Yeah, but one's better than the other. Mm. Yeah, okay, one's gonna be better because it's more realistic than yeah. superhero angle. But you need the superhero angle to be. Done well. I think, and I feel like they've rushed mm, it too much. How they s- set up the gyms to seem like the big, big that, and they're instantly beaten. And then they defeat. And they, oh no, it's damage control. Because obviously you've got the gyms, and you've yeah. got obviously the oh, what they're called uh, the red, the, the red daggers, or something. red daggers. Yeah, that's it, or something like that. Mm. Uh, which are like really cool, like the, characters. Yeah, like they're like the good guys against the gyms. Yeah, I do like that when they come into it, and obviously mm. she has that bond with obviously the their their young character in there I can't remember yeah. his name off the top of my head like I like the whole bond between them that was handled really well and it's just the fact that they were it's just the gins were rushed in my opinion yeah, they, they were, were just that I mean, literally when I was saying as soon as that episode 5 finished when I watched yeah. it I was like same I was like I felt let down by the characters 
I knew there was another episode to come, and so I was like, okay, how are they going to do this now? I, I knew the episode, and I was like, there's one more episode, why is it done? I literally was like, how are they going to handle this now? Yeah. But literally, as soon as episode five finished, I just felt really mm. let down, and I thought, because again, Flag Smashers for me were the weakest villains of the Disney Plus shows. Yeah. Uh, again, being biased because Kingpin, him and obviously the back, the, back, mm. uh, the the street level gang in that were good mm. because again, it was street level, like Dead yes. and that it was it was something we we'd seen before and it was done well and it built up to Kingpin. Uh, Loki had the obviously TVA. Uh, mm. Obviously, though, shall not be named. He's not. Yeah, he wasn't really big. Budget villain. Kang. He was Budget Kang wasn't big yeah. villain. He was just like this character there. It was more mm. TVA as the villains, which had done really well again. Yeah. A government agency using their powers. Basically, mm. they weren't villain villains. That show didn't really have villain yeah, villains. Like the first, they show off the, the, the make you think Silver's going to be the villain. Yeah. And then, oh no, no, it's TVA. Oh no, 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 it's Kang. Oh no, no. Then it's like, makes you. It's like there's not actually a full villain in that show, yeah. so you can let them on slide. Uh, and WandaVision had obviously Agatha, who was a yes. great, who was a great villain. And obviously, oh. Moon Knight had Harrow, who was a good villain. Mm. Uh, but for me personally, these go below the Flag Smashers. Definitely. It's definitely the weakest of the Disney Plus era like, villains. It's like the Damage Control were good. They go over Flag Smashers. Oh, yeah. Hands down. But Flag the... Smashers were generic. Yes. They were generic. That's what makes them the weakest mm-hmm. of the bunch. But they were still good. They still were handled well. Plus, we're going to be biased because the lady was British. Yes. Um, so they were weak because they were generic. These aren't generic. They're gin, for fuck's sake. Yeah. They're like they're like demons, basically. But then you have them. Oh, they're that they're these gins, but they don't actually have powers anymore because this universe. Yeah. Powers don't work. So then that mm. makes them. And obviously, as I say the fact they were Russian handled badly. That's what then drops them below flag yeah. smashers. Like it would to been make cool them weakest. To like have when they tear open the veil, have given them powers. Like that way, they become proper villains. Like they could actually. A threat to come it's, on. It's, 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 they're definitely were my weak point of this show. Yeah. And if it wasn't for that last episode, like washing that oh, yeah, out definitely. of my mouth, I would have been a bit pissed off at the ending. I felt the last episode was really fun. Mm. It was a, it, yeah, it had this dark angle of racism. Yeah. But it was a really fun episode. Them trying to basically defend the school, running around with the hoodies on, using mm. anything to fire back, like fucking using the uh, like fucking softballs to shit yeah. and everything. Uh, mm. And obviously, each of them getting like tased and, and captured and whatnot. It was quite funny. Uh, and obviously, then oh. it built up to Kamala becoming yeah. fully Miss Marvel mm. and becoming the hero character. And obviously, every, the whole city, the ho- obviously the people backing mm. her, like leave her alone and whatnot. Like in Spider Man, yeah. You, you know, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. It's kind of like that. Yeah, scene. on the train, second film, mm. love that scene. Well, the first one, but you're know, the first one when he's against Goblin. You know, he he's about to kill the the kids and. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you're in the, the front of it. Yeah. Like, so I thought you meant the scene with nah. uh, Doc Ock when they're like, yeah. when they step in front of him, it's like, you want to get to him? You got to mm-hmm. go through us. And all of them like, step in and Doc Ock's like, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant that. Oh, but yeah, that mm. scene, yeah. Basically, there's that one moment, that moment of, yeah, you, you mess with one, you mess with all of us. Yeah. And then that was the point of obviously uh, him stepping in for it, like, get the fuck out of there now. Mm. You've fucked this up badly now. We're going to have to, basically, you've screwed damage control here. Like that. But yeah, if it wasn't for that episode, I feel like it would... De- I mean, for me personally, it's not It's not my favourite of the Disney Plus yeah. era. Just because I have other reasons of loving other shows, either characters or they were just handled really well. Mm. And don't get me wrong, this is really... This is still... 
I I, I I wouldn't rank any Disney Plus show below a certain number. It was just that episode kind of ruined it a little bit for me. Mm. But thankfully for rounding, I have to round up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that covers it. It's like, it, again, good story. <laughs> great characters. Just let down mm. by the big, big bad yeah. being mediocre. I think... And being overshadowed by... Yeah, the side character. The side guy. bad character. Mm. So, if, yeah, that, that's, that's how I would put it personally. I think it would have been better if it was just damage control. Yeah. And then you could probably do the Jin's... It's like a series two or something. Like, mm, after, she, after she's come back from uh, the Marvels, yeah. like, mm. she's been noticed by them. Like, yes. That would have made sense. But like, this one, because she's new, that's why they'd be after it. Obviously, mm. the damage control. And then when she comes back, she's noticed. Then they yeah. come in to try and get her to open the veil. Mm. That would make sense. It just, it just feels too much. And that's what makes them feel rushed. Mm. Um, so yeah, there's some ratings in. I feel like we've given yeah. both a good half hour each or so. so. Yeah. Um, okay. Again, as I said, I wouldn't go below a number for any of them. But mm. obviously for me, Miss Marvel would be like, a, say, an 8.6 maybe. Again, due to rounding, because I like to round. Yeah. Um, I'd, it'd be rounded up to a 9 out of 10. It's a good show that handles her really well. Mm. And it handles the cultural aspects. Obviously, uh, the racist divide between government, see, mm. and obviously her culture it handles that really well. Uh, it handles everything well, but the villains, which is what mm-hmm. lowers it a bit. But I feel, obviously, it's going to be high eight because of it's such a good show. It's 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 funny. It's depressing. The flashbacks uh, to obviously yeah. the the the, uh, the dividing of India and Pakistan mm. was really the partition. That's it. The partition uh, India. Was really well handled. It was just literally the villains were rushed. That was it for me. Yeah. So I'd literally say like an eight point six and just round it to a nine or an eight mm. eight point five eight point six and then just round it to a nine. It's definitely the weakest of the Disney Plus era in terms mm. because of because of that. If it wasn't for that, it would be a bang on nine. Because of that, it's not. So, but it's uh, it's definitely a nine for me because of rounding. Yeah, I'd say nine as well. You agree with me on the fact that it's like an eight point five and just I- round it. I'd say like eight, seven, maybe only because it was just that one episode. They were okay in the other episodes. That one specific episode where it just ends like you're like, what? The only good thing that is literally when the mom finds out. That's it. Yeah. And she's like, she's just been really supportive. Mm. Like that's the only good thing with that. I mean, like I like how the everyone goes through a character evolution. The parents go through it, not just Kamala, the friend. All of them go through some kind of character evolution and I think overall they all round up pretty well just the, the one specific villains yeah they're just not handled well at all yeah that so is literally... so I, I, that's what I mean I agree on like, yeah. like the 8.6 8. it's around there it's mm. pushing that 9 but it has to be dropped because of the villain angle but mm. obviously rounding gives it the fuck over, over inflates the number basically yeah, um, so it's we... the same as Moon Knight, but you would put Moon Knight over. Oh, hands down, I'd put I put pretty much all the Disney Plus shows above this mm. because of how bad the villains were handled. Yes, Flag Smashers were mediocre, but they were handled yeah. well. I I would say like hopefully series two, fucking amazing. If they do one, because it might be the case, yeah. and then she's in the movies. True. It might be the case of literally that's it. 
Like mm. the Falcon and Soldier, you probably won't get a series two because now they're back in the movies. Captain America. So there's no point. Mm. So it might be that case of she might just Possibly. stick to the movies. I mean, if they get series two, do the villains better, please? Give us some better oh, villains. Um, okay, uh, MVP. Mm-hmm. Kamala. Kamala, definitely. Definitely Kamala. Because she, she feels like the character. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've played the, the games when she's been in it. I've yes. seen cartoons of her. And she has the exact same personality. Mm. Everything about her that is nerdy, that. That like, fucking fangirl who's obsessed yeah. with Marvel, of heroes and Avengers, but specifically Captain Marvel. And I like how they focus on, there's a big, like, connection with her being a big fan of Captain Marvel. And obviously, like, in, in the comics, she literally disguises herself yeah, as, no. as her. Which she does in this in the first mm. episode in the comic. Yeah. In the Avengers con weird fucking thing. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's, 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 it, it, I have to have to debate. The show needs her to be perfect yeah. to work. And it does. Um, okay, so runner-up. Oh, in the dad. Yeah. Hilarious. And probably Bruno. Yeah. I like how it's usually the runner of the dad. Usually, and most things we like. Always the dad's the funny character. Mm. Oh. I'd probably say Bruno because he has more time than the mm. dad. There's more emotional, like. Bond between him yeah. and Kamala. Like, again, as I said, he's trying to be this sort of big brother type character to her. Mm. He's, obviously, he's trying to protect her from Kamran a lot of times. And then he evolves to the case of him trying to help Comron. Like, he looks past the fact that he doesn't really like the guy, mm. but he's going to help him. So I feel like Bruno, personally. Yeah. So I agree to Bruno then. Okay. I agree. Um, okay, so favourite moment. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of good moments. I mean, a lot of times you can see the characters first time in the suit. Yeah. Or that. I'm going to go to Big Hulk, Little Hulk scene. <laughs> because that scene is just hilarious. A dad just bursting through the door dressed as the Hulk. And just going, Big Hulk, Little Hulk. And that is just like... Top tier comedy for me. Yeah. It was like unexpected because the fact that the mum was like, oh, and they can get to the convention. He's like, oh, okay. Oh, your dad's going to go. Oh, okay. You think, oh, no, he's just going to go as he's normal. Mm. And then he just jumps through the door as the, the door as a hawk. It's like, fucking chef's kiss, whoever fucking wrote that scene. Chef's kiss. Oh, that was a good scene. I must admit. I'd probably say, oh, I've got to be the end fight for me. The last, last episode, the big fight between damage control. The whole scene of them around the... The whole, basically from the start of the score yeah. to basically... Uh, Outside of it. Yeah, when mm. basically it cuts into the normal time when everyone's on the fa- uh, social media like going, ah, yeah. oh, great characters and the, the leader of the mosque are like, oh, filter on, oh, look at me, look at me, I'm, I'm a hot dog. I'm a hot dog. <laughs> it better be a halal. <laughs> Uh, old people are trying to use technology. Album. Always the best. It's like the grandma is like, <laughs> put yeah. it close to her eyes. Like, no, grandma, put, 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 find, find put, more of the house. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it's definitely up there. Yeah. Definitely a good sequence. Obviously, it starts with the humour. It's very hu- It's a humorous fight. It's not mm. taken, it's taken serious because the angle of them basically oh, definitely. trying to essentially take this kid and being racist. And but it's handled, it's, the, the, obviously, the score part of it is handled very funny, yeah. and then the outsider part, when obviously they're using the powers outside, it's more serious of mm-hmm. her trying to protect. And obviously, everyone's trying to balance. Yeah, there's a good balance in it. A bit like mm-hmm. Moonlight, is a good balance with the end mm-hmm. fight. I love that. I love how uh, for this, with, with these two shows, I went, we both went for the end fights. Yeah. 
and then the on the other one we both went the opposite one went for basically the introduction of a character Perfectly for you, for you the moonlight be. reveal for me the, the big hulk <laughs> reveal oh but oh. which would you say was the better end fight though out of curiosity moonlight to miss marvel because obviously miss marvel had the comedy value to it, it was obviously this group teaming up whereas moonlight had visually visually i loved the fight obviously in miss marvel it's got to be the Moon Knight one because there's the whole aspect of it's not just Moon Knight, it's Mr. Knight as well. And you're also on top of that. And you see Layla. And so yeah. you've got Konshu as well, Konshu, battling with uh, yeah, Amit. They're both fighting as well. And you got the whole shot of her. Uh, yeah. Fucking when the Moon Knight finally flies down yeah. and Harris sees him, and they both run up the sides of the pyramid and battle on each other. Whereas in Miss Marvel, it's more of her getting bombarded by the sonic boom, really. It's literally. Major fight. It's more. That in that one, it's more of a defensive fighting, yes. like just trying to, like, not even like harming. Whereas mm. obviously, damage Cole's trying to obviously just taser and whatnot. Uh, not it's not till the great side where it's a bit more. This could hurt. Yeah. So it's more of just, like trying to protect itself. I mean, even her, she's not even like hurting anyone. She's literally just using her powers to block. Yeah. I mean, even when fucking when Cameron's trying to kill damage control, mm. she's blocking him. She's knocking him aside to protect damage control because yeah. she doesn't want to hurt anyone. Whereas mm. in Moon Knight, it was more. We need to fight Both to kill. All fighting against. We need mm. to fight to harm to stop them. So I'd agree with that. I'd agree on the mm. Moon Knight has the the better end fight scene. Yeah. Um. Would you say which one would you say has got the better character evolution there? Ooh. Because Moon Knight handled it really well, and so did Miss Marvel. I'd say, I say Kamala, because it's everyone gets evolution. Or a lot, of, all of the characters get their own. I mean, like main character. I don't mean like everyone. I mean, it's like the main character. Main character. And the main character. Which one do you say was evolved better throughout the show? Again, I'd say Kamala because at least with Kamala, it's there's a, you can see a clear evolution, and you see her learning to use her powers. It's you didn't cook on Miss Marvel straight away, like in Moon Knight, it, she has to like go through a lot of journey to become. Miss Marvel. Whereas in Moon Knight... He's already Moon Knight. Yeah, he's already Moon Knight. And the evolution is just them becoming... Both of them coming together. Like, both of them being more in sync. And that's pretty much the only real evolution. That and, obviously, Mark comes to terms with the, sh- dark, the dark parts in his life. Oh. Yeah, I, I, mm. just, I agree on, on that, but I, I'd have say Moon Knight more. Just because mm. of the fact that the emotional journey, I feel like, was a lot... The evolution of the emotional side of it as well was mm. much better. The whole fact that Stephen has to learn everything that Mark's trying to hide from him. The whole abuse in his family. like That was like handled really fucking mm. well. And it evolved the characters to the point of we're now like, becoming one. So I feel, And the fact that it's got it's, it's the journey's not even over the yeah. evolution of the characters that's still that mysterious Jake Lockley and Conchu mm. in a suit but there's still more like Kamara's still got more of her journey yeah. uh, her her origin as Miss Marvel is kind of basically done now mm, it's more whereas Moon Knight isn't yeah because until all three personalities are fully intertwined he's not fully in my opinion mm. Moon Knight yes he is Moon Knight, but there's still still more f- to make him a better Moon Knight, mm. basically. There's still that vengeance side. 
I'm going to say Moon Knight on mine. I'm going to divide you on this one. I'd say Kamala. I'm going to be different to you on this one. Okay. Um, it would be stupid to me to say we tried the better villain, but we're both probably going to agree Moon Knight. Yeah, we've already said that. <laughs> um, I feel like that covers everything then. Yeah. I feel like we've... Like, yeah. Which had the best special effects? Marvel. I'd say. I'd say just because I like, like. I'd say Mo- I'd say Moon Knight. Because you know. the the darker ass the darker nights made the special effects look yes. really fucking good. Mm. Whereas Miss Marvel, there's some shots that look a bit dicey because of how bright they are. True. Which again is probably why there's a lot of obviously mm. hate with uh the VFX people on Marvel at the moment. Like, mm. They're obviously hating Marvel for basically abusing people. So maybe that that's why that looks a bit dicier at times with the lighting and whatnot. Mm. And like, there's the whole shot in episode two when she's learning to use a pose on the rooftop. Yeah. You can tell she's fake. When she's jumping around and it's zoomed out, you can so tell that's like mm. all CGI. And I was just like, mm, ooh, ooh. Whereas Moon Knight, there wasn't really any for me that made me go, looks fake. Fucking looks fake, that does. Plus, I like the whole Moon Knight transformation, the, the band yeah. just wrapping around his face. That for me is really cool. So mm. I wouldn't divide you on this one. I want to say Moon Knight again. I'm biased here. Yeah. I'm not really yeah. biased. I just prefer Moon Knight. Personally. That's just personally. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any other ways we can like say which one yeah. is good and better, but I feel like we covered everything. Yeah, we have. I feel like... I mean, like... Story kind of comes into character evolution because mm. that's sort of linked, and the villains all linked in there. Um, I feel like there's cover everything. Um, okay, then. Uh, have you seen both shows, or at least one of them? If you have, uh, put your comments below your thoughts on either one of yeah. them or both of them. If you've seen both of them, um, obviously we still have one that hasn't come. It's already come out yet. Uh, Disney Plus shows that needs cover. Hawkeye. But I'm oh, saving yeah. that for Christmas because it's Christmas themed. I mean, we could have done that before, and we was gonna do it last year. And I kind of, it wasn't that I kind of forgot. I feel like I think it came ended around the same time as Spider Man came out. So my heavy focus yeah. was Spider Man. Um, so this Chris, this kick off Christmas this year, we're gonna do Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. But I also do want to try each month to try and get at least one bonus podcast in that's focused on TV or a random topic. Uh, it doesn't even have to be a bonus. If I can fit it in, like the October one that's planned, mm. that's not a bonus one. But it's not just a full focus on a movie, reviewing it. So I want to try and do that at least once a month. Um, so I'll, I'll, we'll see what other TV shows we can like try and get through. Obviously, these ones mm. are okay because they're six episodes, quick and simple. Obviously, ones where it's like a big 20-episode series might not be a bonus one. Or if it is... Uh, Obviously, we'll, it'd be one that's planned for weeks ahead for us to sit mm. through the show over the course of so many weekends to get through it. So I want to try and do that so it's not just always a movie review each time. Because mm. then the intro makes sense to me saying movie review, TV review, video game. I mean, we could have done the Quarry as a review. We could have. We could have, but obviously we didn't because we kind of jumped straight from that into another game. So we kind of got distracted mm. on that. So we'll try and uh, maybe do that when we finish a game. Like if you finish like an actual planning game, we might jump on a yeah. podcast and talk about it. Obviously, Last of Us probably next. Last of Us probably next a big one, part one. We'll probably jump on after that and do mm. maybe something on that. Uh, so yeah, like we'll try and do basically one that's not just always a movie review. That movie review is going to be the common one. 
the TV video game and this random topic would either be a bonus mm. episode like this one is, or would just be slotted in if we're like, okay, we can't like October for example. Uh, I was I was debating on one last film to put in. I was like, I could just do this instead, uh, which I'll announce close to the date. So you already know what it is. Do I? The quiz. Oh, I won't yeah. say what about. Uh, yeah, I totally remember that. You don't remember it? No. <laughs> the quiz I showed you last weekend. For fuck's sake. I'm going to spoil it there. The quiz I did with Connor last year. The real or fake quiz. I, I even explained <laughs> to you how the, it works. Is the movie real? Yes, you get a point. Is it fake? Yes, you get a point. Oh, that. Yes. Now I remember. <laughs> and they have sport it. It was going to be a surprise for close to the day. I'm redoing the real or fake quiz this year with her. See if she can beat Connor's score of 27, I think it was. Probably not. I mean, he got lucky with some of them. Mm. And there's some that are blatantly obvious and he got it wrong. It's a tricky one where he's just trying to decide if it sounds so fake, but it could also be so real. Mm. Uh, but yes, I'm redoing that quiz to see if she can get better than him. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try and do just a non-move one every now and again. At least once a month, that's my aim. So it's not always movies. If we've got the time, that is. If we don't have the time, then just be the schedule as it is. Mm. So we shall see. Um... Yeah, uh, we hope you enjoyed our double podcast, basically. It's two and one. Dave's trying to sit through the show again later on to then redo Mm -hmm. it. Uh, So, yeah, we hope you enjoyed. And we will see you for the actual scheduled podcast of Descendants 3, I believe it is. Uh, Yeah, because I'm going to slot this in between those two. So it'll be Descendants 3 next uh, on Friday. Yeah. So we'll see you then. Bye.